You're listening to the Business Equation Podcast with Nick Bogaz. The solution to every equation in business and in life can be summed up with one word, mindset. Get ready as Nick takes you deep into the philosophy of mindset mastery alongside entrepreneurs and professionals who've harnessed the power of clear, definitive thinking and leveraged it to build tangible success. And now, here's your host, Nick Bogaz. Welcome to the Business Equation Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bogaz. And today's special guest is Michelle Molitor. Michelle is a personal coach, a hypnotist, and brings a really great show today with a lot of good back and forth, a lot of great questions, a lot of great answers. And I think you're really going to enjoy Michelle today. I know I enjoyed her on a business standpoint and also on a personal level of just a really great conversation. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you're listening to the show and you're getting some great value out of it, please uh, like us, review us, rate us, all that stuff that helps the show grow. And without further ado, here is Michelle Molitor. Michelle, welcome to the show today. Hi there. Sorry, I was getting my ring light turned on so you can actually see my face. (laughs) Sounds good. Would you mind giving our listeners the 411 on who you are and what you're going to bring to the show today? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Michelle Molitor. My company is Nectar Consulting. I have been a professional coach for 20 years now. It's my anniversary this month, which is super exciting. And I'm also a hypnotherapist. So I combine hypnotherapy and coaching together in what I call my 90-day rapid rewiring breakthrough experience. And basically, I help folks get at the root cause of their limiting beliefs, the pain, the trauma that they've been carrying around in their bodies for sometimes decades. And uh, we neutralize that and then we replace it with new empowering beliefs, habits, and thoughts that enable you to live your life with greater freedom, joy, and peace of mind. Wonderful. And how, how did you get started? What did you do before the coaching? Well, in my previous life, I was a creative director and graphic designer and web development back in the early days. And I had spent 10 years doing that career and arrived at the illustrious corner office, if you will, at a hot.com startup here in the San Francisco Bay Area. We were going to IPO the week I started and the market crashed instead that week. That was pretty exciting. And then um, within a year, I actually got bullied out of my job by uh, two guys who made it really, really clear they didn't like working for a woman. And it was pretty devastating to me. I pretty much crushed my confidence, my sense of self-worth and self-esteem and So I discovered coaching at that point to help me figure out what to do next, Nick. And in the process of being coached was like all the cells in my body came into alignment. And I knew that this was actually the work that I was supposed to be doing. So I went on to get trained and certified and started my own company in 2001 and been doing it ever since. And when you decided to get certified and and trained, uh, what program did you go through? I got trained and certified through the Coaches Training Institute, CTI, based here in Marin, California. Um, but they're they're a global company, and they're probably one of the original coach training companies. Wonderful, wonderful program. Very holistic, very somatic as well. So you really get the learning in your in your whole being as you go through it. And then, what about the hypnotherapy? When did that come into play? 
So I discovered this unique modality of hypnotherapy called rapid transformational therapy or RTT about five years ago. And I did some work with a woman who created it. And it was so transformational for me, Nick, that when she started training people in her modality, I was like, pick me. <laughs> so I, uh, I went on to get trained and certified as an RTT practitioner as well. And very quickly realized that the coaching and hypnotherapy supercharge each other. So I blended them together and through trial and error and tweaks and of the knobs and dials, I um, have come to find the sweet spot as a 90 day program that I've developed. And inside of 90 days, I'm able to help people identify those, those root causes and those blocks. And essentially we're just in neutralizing the emotional charge around whatever that trauma might've been, whenever it might've happened in your life, and then replace it with new empowering beliefs through repetition. So one of the things I create for my clients is a transformation recording. And it is a about 30 minutes long. It's me talking in a particular tone and cadence, mixing in binaural beat music with it. And they listen to that recording every night as they drift off to sleep for 30 minutes. And in the process of listening to that, it is dropping into their subconscious mind, which is like 90% of your brain power. So the repetition of listening to it over and over and over again, it's the same experience of, you know, that song that you heard as a kid that you can still remember the words to um, because you listen to it over and over and over again. By listening to this recording every day, you're allowing it to drop down into your long-term memory. And so that creates a deeper embedding at, your, at a subconscious level that allows you to just start becoming that, start stepping into those new beliefs and people show up with greater power, greater freedom, greater peace of mind. Can you talk to the listeners about the, the power of the subconscious mind? Yes, it is a very powerful, powerful place. As I said, it's about 90% of your brain power. So any time in your life where there's been an event and you weren't able to fully process those emotions, all of that gets neatly filed away in your subconscious thinking. So emotions, feelings, beliefs about yourself, especially as a kid, we don't have the mental capacity yet because our brains aren't fully grown to process challenging emotional events. And so it just all sits in your subconscious mind and becomes the guide of how you should move through the life, through your life safely, right? There's that part of your brain, the amygdala, which is part of your limbic brain. And it is in charge of your fight, flight, or freeze response. I call her Amy. Amy loves you. She wants to keep you safe and alive and on the planet. But if somewhere along the line, you made up a, a decision that, oh, doing this isn't safe. Amy is like, okay, I got it. I'm going to stand guard and I'm not going to let you do that ever again. I'm going to you know, do everything I can to prevent it. And so if you've got these beliefs that you created at a very young age that you don't even recognize that you have because they're stored in your subconscious thinking and they're moving you through the world to keep you safe until you realize one day, oh, that thing, that habit, that behavior, it doesn't really serve me anymore. And so this process allows people to get at the root cause where they initially created that belief and wipe the slate clean, essentially, so that belief, that habit no longer takes hold of you and is running you subconsciously. Instead, we've taken back the power 
from your amygdala and put you back in the driver's seat. And is that where affirmations could come into play as well? Affirmations can be very powerful indeed, right? It's the repetition of the affirmations that helps drop them into your subconscious mind. The tricky part is if you're putting an affirmation on top of a negative belief, the negative belief is always going to win because it's been in there longer and it's what Amy is programmed to pay attention to. So you have to neutralize the negative belief before the affirmation can really be effective. And I may have missed it, but can you talk about how to get rid of the negative belief then? So, so that's what I do when I take someone into hypnosis. It's an alpha brainwave state. It's that half awake, half asleep place. And in this very restful state, your body is very, very relaxed, but you're awake. You're able to answer my questions, right? And I'm able to dialogue in this state with your subconscious mind, which leads us to the root cause of where those beliefs are. And in that state, we're able to discern, well, is that belief still serving me? So as an adult, is the belief I decided as say a five-year-old, is it still serving me? No. Okay. So in that alpha brainwave state, your mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. So you're essentially imagining a new future for yourself, a new belief. And then we start building on that with the repetition, with the recording, et cetera, um, so that we neutralize the old belief. And now we're laying a new path, a new neural pathway in your brain around the new belief. I am enough. I am worthy. I am deserving of fill in the blank. When somebody gets to put themselves into that state, that half dreaming, half awake state, what can they do by themselves to reprogram their subconscious? You can take yourself into that state. There's a way to do that and a training to do that, essentially. It's about taking yourself into that place, which is too long to describe here on, on this show and why people go through a lot of hours of training to be able to do that. So it's not just a simple, oh, I'm going to just go into my alpha brainwave state. You talk yourself into it, essentially, down the stairs into that space, if you will, where then it's far more effective if you're doing it, if you're working with someone to do that, right? Or you can listen to recordings that can help you get into that state as well. And I guess my question is, you know, if someone knows how to get into that state, or like you're saying, they listen to a recording that puts them into that state, how do they go about getting more information into their mind while they're in that state? Is that where like more, more recordings come in? Like would they have the affirmations into the recordings or is it that's where usually they have somebody else like yourself that would be there and be guiding them into? Yeah, because you, you can't have a, you can't have a subconscious conversation with yourself Right. I um, think that's what I'm asking. Basically. Right, right. Because you have to be conscious to have the conversation. Right. So that's why having someone else to guide you is really, really effective or having it on a recording. I mean, I do, I've done group sessions with people and I have recordings of sessions that people can listen to the transformation recordings that I create for my clients. Each time they listen to it, I'm taking them into that alpha brainwave state by the words that I'm saying that leads them into that. So listening to someone else's voice, that's going to take you into that place. 
And how important is it that somebody practice this on a regular basis? It depends on how much you, how much change you want to create in your life, right? Mm. I'm a, personally, I'm a learning junkie, right? So how can I work better, smarter, faster with greater ease and greater joy? So I'm always working on myself. I have my own set of recordings that I listen to that I've done for myself that I've done for clients. And I have other recordings that my teachers have given to me as well. It's a matter of what kind of change and transformation are you looking to create? Yeah, I, I think that's what, what's important is everybody needs to ask themselves that question that you just asked, like how much change do they want? What change do they want? And then you can really get into how to come about with that change. Yeah, the folks that I typically work with, Nick, are those who have already done some level of personal development they're already looking to create change and there's this one place in their life or their career that they can't seem to move past. They can't get out of their own way, no matter all the things that they've tried. That's where I come in. I, I go deep with people and I'm very skilled at taking people through that process and helping them eliminate those. I call them the big boulders that are getting in their way. And it's very, very rewarding I've had many people come to me, please help me. I've tried everything else. I don't know what else to do to move this out of my way. Now, do you find yourself working with a lot of people on a personal level or do you work with a lot of business owners as well? Well, it's all combined. Sure. <laughs> so as an entrepreneur, right, you know that your business life and your personal life, they all bleed together. And so, and I, I work with it, high performers and executives and business owners from all over the world. And as much as you might like to compartmentalize things in the nice, neat, tidy little boxes inside your brain, it's not that way. <laughs> and the things that happen to you as a kid, nine times out of 10 is still playing a part in how you're showing up as, as an adult. So for example, I just finished working with a gentleman who he's been in the insurance business for 30 years. He's an expert at what he does he can do it in his sleep, but yet he was suffering from severe anxiety about work. And we went through the 90 day program together. And the last, the, at the end of our third hypnotherapy session, I always ask clients, were you surprised by anything that came up in the session today? And he kind of cracked a little smile. He's like, yeah, that it still all goes back to my mom. <laughs> and that these <laughs> These beliefs, these traumas, these events that we move through that are challenged by, we suffer from as kids plays a huge part in how we decide to show up in the world, um, what's safe, what's not safe. And, and so it's, it's really about getting at those core wounds and eliminating them. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. I like that you said that because I think a lot of people carry their past with them, whether they realize they are or they're not. Also on the affirmations, because you're right, if you're putting new beliefs onto beliefs that are negative, you're, they're really just canceling themselves out. So you're right. You got to get rid of the, the negatives before you can add positives. I'm enjoying the conversation because I think what you've really developed over the last 20 years seems like a, a place where you're talking to people and helping them from, from a standpoint of things that you've learned. So it wasn't like you realized the 15 years in that, oh, I already know how to do this. That's when you added the hypnotherapy to it and kind of shaped the last five years of, of the way you've done business, right? Completely. It has totally transformed my business. 
it has transformed me. I'm brighter, shinier, happier version of myself than I've ever been. And there's always another layer. I was talking to a colleague this morning and what did she say? I wrote it down, new level, new devil. So for every oh. every layer of, of junk of you move out of your trunk, there's, oh, there's another piece. There's another piece. So we're never done processing, Nick. It's just elevating ourselves and expanding our energy out into the world in a brighter way, if you will. There's always more to learn. And where do you see your business going in the next five years? So I love what I do and um, I feel really blessed to be able to help the people that I get to work with. And the majority of my work is in a one-on-one space. I'm actually developing a new group course that we'll be launching in the next couple of months. And it's just about how do I continue to expand and be of service to more people around the globe? So having other ways for people to work with me individually and collectively, if you will, so I can have a, a greater impact. Have you done a lot over like Zoom and stuff like that with COVID happening? Has most of your business shifted to online or was it already online? Um, I was on Zoom long before it was in Vogue. I've always done my work over the phone and over Zoom. Okay. I've actually, I don't do hypnotherapy sessions in person for a variety of reasons, but yeah. Do you find that they work just as well, if not better, um, over the internet than they do in person? Totally, because A, you don't have to travel. No one should be driving after they're coming out of a hypnotherapy session anyway, because you're still kind of in a not completely grounded state. And it enables me to work with people worldwide, which is super fun. And, you know, you get to, to be in the comfort of your own home your office, your bed, your couch, your chair, your car, <laughs> just depends on what's going on over there for you. So it allows a lot more flexibility for people. And Michelle, where can people find you if they want to get more of you? Sure. Just visit me at michellemolitor.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-L-I-T-O-R.com. And you can read more about the work that I do with folks. I'm always happy to have a complimentary and confidential discovery call with someone over the phone or over Zoom to learn more about what you're struggling with and how I might be of service. I'm not always the right coach. Um, I'm not always the right hypnotherapist for someone. So if it doesn't feel like a good fit, then I have other people I can recommend you to. But it's really a, a, a get to know you kind of session and hear more about what you're challenged with. So I can see how I can really be a assistance to you. I like what you just said that you don't take everybody because everybody maybe needs somebody different. You can't help everyone. I think sometimes with the, the coaching industry, that's not, that's not really the case. It seems like a lot of people just they'll take whoever they can and, and make the money. And I kind of gather that there's more to it than, than the money and the monetary part of it for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, once upon a time I was in that place and in hindsight, oh, I was coming from a scarcity conversation. Oh, there's not enough. There's not enough. There's not enough. And as I've honed my craft and honed my craft and honed my craft over the years, I have a particular style and a particular way of doing things. And, and I love rich, deep conversations with people. That's where I thrive and not everybody's ready to go there, Nick. And so if someone, I have a conversation with someone, they're like, mm, no, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right. Then the next person who shows up is 
eager and excited and delighted to work with me. I had a new client just sign on the other day and she's like, I am so excited to work with you. And that just brings me so much joy knowing that they are fully invested and creating change for themselves. Cause it's, it's not just a magic wand that I do with people it's work and they have to be willing to do the work and answer the questions and, and have the conversations with themselves to get at and unfold and pull out from the root, the challenges that have been plaguing them sometime for decades. So it might be, you know, lack of confidence, lack of self-esteem, lack of sense of self-worth, but that also might be manifesting as physical challenges, IBS, psoriasis, chronic migraines, back pain, all sorts of things. And when you can identify and eliminate the root cause, the physical pain oftentimes goes away or is significantly reduced. A lot of what you did too, does it, you recondition people from the way that they were conditioned? Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. I'm rewiring your brain with new ways of being. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, as I got older, I think that's always one of the most interesting things to me is you get conditioned by all these things, whether they're your parents, your neighbors, Places. siblings yeah siblings. on the block well, yeah it's just crazy and then even as you get older different relationships and then get to a certain point where i always like to say i got really self-aware and, and and dive into myself and then when you start to do that you realize like wait a second you know i think this because and do i really need that belief because that's what it is it's really changing your beliefs and getting to a point where you like your beliefs but also sometimes they change too and but i think it's important to take inventory of those as well Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the key exercises that I do with every single client is having them look at what are their core values? What's really important to them? What's like water and air that they can't live without? Because those core values are what are guiding them through their life each and every day. And if your work and your values are at odds, they're not in alignment, that's what creates a whole lot of stress and dis-ease, which can very quickly turn into disease in your physical body because it creates a lot of stress and anxiety and can leave you with corporate PTSD, which I had, still have. <laughs> you got to move that stuff out of the way. Yeah, and I think that's what's important is, is like you said, to removing stuff out of the way so you can make room for new. And I just really appreciate the, the conversation we've had today. And I, I think the, the last question I kind of want to ask you on this subject is, is it always pain that people come to, to see you for, or is it that they just feel like maybe they need more and they don't know why in particular, but they feel like they want to accelerate their growth. So, so they look to you for, for no, me. that's a great question, Nick, actually. And yes, it is. I've had people come to me like, I really want to grow my business and I can't seem to get past this invisible barrier. I know there's something more for me to do. I know that there's more for my my purpose, my passion and how to express it. And, and oftentimes those invisible barriers come back to those root causes and those underlying beliefs that they might not even be conscious to. Um, I had one client that came to me just for that. She's like, you know, I really want to get past this annual figure. And I every time I get close to it, I start self-sabotaging and then my my revenues drop. And then I have this terrible bout of IBS. I was like, well, let's let's move that out of the way. She's like, okay. And by the time we were done working together, she had her biggest 
client meeting ever. And her whole body was on board. The IBS was gone. And when I reached back to her to get a testimonial, she was like, what, what did we work on? And it kind of evaporated from her thinking because we had overwritten it. And so her business is thriving. Her body is thriving and she's much, much happier. Michelle, now's the time of the, the show when I get to solve the equation of your success. This is where I get to ask you seven rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. Hit All right. Me. Best seminar or teaching that you've ever been to? Oh, I've done a lot. I'm kind of a learning junkie, Nick. I would say the one that was most powerful at the get-go was the Landmark Forum. And the most recent um, one has been my training, my rapid transformational therapy training. Favorite item you've bought recently under a hundred bucks? I would say a book called Constellations, definitions of words. And they're like little essays for each word. It's, at, it's like food for the soul. It's beautiful. Name an idol or hero of yours that you've met in person. Idol or hero of mine. Hmm. I don't really idolize people. I'm going to go with my dad. He's been uh, a beautiful stand and support for me throughout my whole life uh, and an amazing businessman. Favorite book to give as a gift? I have thousands of books. That's an extremely difficult question. I would say anything by Seth Godin. Something you do every morning before you brush your teeth? Feed my cats and say good morning to my bird, Alice. <laughs> your, your personal mantra or favorite quote? Let's see. Rewire your brain. Think new thoughts. Your life will follow. Place you go to decompress and reset. I um, have built a beautiful walking labyrinth in my backyard. And so I go out there and I do my prayers and meditations and sit and listen to the birds. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed our time and wish you the best of luck and success in the future. Well, thanks very much, Nick. It was a real pleasure to be here with you too. Thanks so much for listening to the Business Equation podcast today. I hope you enjoyed Michelle Molitor as much as I did. It was a great conversation. Lots of wisdom in there. Lots of stuff to help your, your brain grow and get the weeds out. So hope you enjoyed that today. If you're enjoying the show, please go ahead and rate, review us, share us, everything that helps the show grow. Check us out over at nickbogaz.com. Really appreciate you listening today. And next up, we're going to have Riggs Eckleberry, a CEO of a publicly traded company. Uh, very knowledgeable, great career that he's had. A lot of different businesses he's been involved in. And he's now in the water industry. And he's actively involved. So you're going to get a, a good perspective of a businessman who's actively involved in a company. And I think you're going to enjoy it. I know I did. So if you're liking the content and you're enjoying the show, please rate, review us. All that stuff helps the show grow. We really appreciate it. Check us out at nickbogaz.com. This has been Nick Bogaz on the Business Equation Podcast. Good thanks. Be humble. Be grateful. Thank you for joining us for today's Mindset Journey on the Business Equation Podcast. Now, it's time for you to take what you learned today and put it to work in your life each and every day. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so you're the first to know when new episodes go live. 
We'll see you next time on The Business Equation, where the solution is always in the mindset.